If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. America Radio. Opinion and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Welcome to American Arc Radio, everybody. This is Mike Phillip coming at you live from uh, a very, very wicked country called Canada. And uh, we, we, we have been getting into the Word of God lately. I was given this time slot on the Stu Peters Rumble channel. Uh, Stu is a good friend. Uh, he's a very faithful friend. I will say that. And it is his birthday today, so happy birthday to Stu Peters. And uh, everybody that's listening, uh, he's on Facebook and various other social media. Make sure you go and uh, give him a thank you for all the great work that he's doing and exposing the things that he is. And uh, wish a blessing on him and his family. I'm very uh, thankful that God put him in my path, uh, the time that he did. Good morning, uh, good afternoon or morning, wherever you are there, U.S. Patriot Girl. She's a uh, U.S. Patriot Girl is in the chat every single day. Uh, we actually have a, an American Oc Radio chat on MeWe that you can join by going to the website. And you're welcome to do that. I'm in a good mood today. I really am. I, I woke up feeling real good today. Uh, spent some time in prayer. And uh, we're, we're going to get back to covering news uh, next week, all right? We're still going to get into the Word of God. We'll be, we'll be portioning out the show. Uh, but, but for the sake of um, the great gift that God has given me of being on this show and on this, this channel and the radio stations, uh, I, I wanted to hand it over to him. 
and give him the glory for the wonderful things that he has done for me in my life. There was a time uh, when I was uh, somebody that that considered myself to be a Christian, uh, but I was confused and I had a, a darkness in me that I could not get rid of. And there came a time when I kind of reached the end of my rope and uh, I, God just opened up the book to me and revealed himself in spirit and in truth. And it was the absolute best thing that ever happened. So that's my true birthday. I don't remember the exact date, but uh, we've, we've seen many very wonderful things happen here. And I want to tell you something else. These lockdowns that happened, uh, they might come back. They might. In fact, people are counting on it. But you know what? The lockdowns were the best thing that ever happened to me. They really were. I I uh I thrived during the during the lockdowns. And you know, we were holding church. We didn't we didn't stop, we didn't back down, and we didn't pretend. We just I kept uh, doing what I was supposed to do. And God blessed us. And I asked him to uh, put angels at each end of the street and guard us. And, and uh, you know, there was rules in place where you weren't allowed to have people come to your house, right? And we just kept doing it. And so we'd have like, you know, six to ten cars parked right outside the house. And a yard full of screaming kids, people going in and out right in front of the neighbors. Didn't pretend, didn't hide it. And, you know, during a, a dark time, you can really thrive. That's a really, it, it's a good time and place to find faith. Because what good is faith if everything is going your way? What what good is it? Right? Now, I was looking in the, in the chat yesterday after the uh, Bible study that we did on the Sabbath. And I noticed a few things. Uh, people were coming in and commenting on it at the 20-minute mark or at the hour-and-a-half mark. And uh, let, let the whole thing conclude, okay? Uh, let me finish the thought because uh, usually what I do is is start off and uh, the journey is going somewhere, right? Uh, you have to have a start and a finish, right? You're, you're on a destination. Uh, the other thing too, there have been a couple times where I've made errors in things that I have said and, and that's always going to happen. I would challenge every single one of you listening to my voice right now to uh, have... Uh, perfect 100% speech every day going live for two hours Monday through Friday you're going to make mistakes it's just going to happen now one thing that I do not want to be mistaken about is the gospel we're told in the epistle to the church in Ephesus that there's only one Lord one faith and one baptism I talked about that baptism yesterday, and I've talked about it before, and uh, ultimately my goal in all of this is to lead you to salvation. That's, that's it. 
uh, either, you know, you might be listening right now and uh, let's say you're a homosexual. Uh, or let's say that you um, you've got you've got something in your life that you want to get rid of. You don't like it, right? You're not cool with it. Maybe you're hiding it from everybody around you. Well, this show is for you. All right. Jesus died for us while we were yet sinners. God loves you. He knows you. He knows who you are. He knows where you've been. He knows what you've done. And this show is for you. So uh, I've been told by some people that uh, they get uncomfortable. And uh, when, I, when I get uh, preachy, <laughs> they get uncomfortable when I get preachy. Well, today most likely will be no exception. But listen, if you are uncomfortable by the preaching of the word, good. Maybe you need it. Maybe you need your eyes open to some things. And listen, if you are, that's God's loving kindness uh, showing you what he wants you to be and what he wants you to see. And that there's something better for you. There's something better for you. Uh, happy birthday to Deb in Texas. Over in the American Oc Radio chat room. Happy birthday, Deb. Uh, I was also told this morning by a, a woman in uh, Ottawa, Ontario. You remember where the trucker convoys were? Uh, Ottawa, Ontario. She said, uh, I, I love your show because you can be very, very serious. And you can be very, very ridiculous. And yes, I have the capacity for both. Uh, she had just got done going through the uh, show where I I turned Russian. I was Mikhail Valery Igor Filipnik. And we did a parody show of all things Russia. And we'll get back to that. But like I said, this, this week is for God. This week is for you to have the scriptures opened up to you. And after this show... I have another Bible study to teach. And so this is very much something that I'm consumed with. We'll get back to the news. And I'll tell you what. Uh, on Monday, everybody will have uh, forgotten about a certain thing that was prominent in the news or whatever. And there will be something new uh, that you can pace the floor and be outraged about. I guarantee you it's coming. There will be something to make you angry and upset. Uh, I, I've seen people um, really, really sure of something in the last few years. Just absolutely positive. And, I, and I'm one of them in following the news. And, and you can get kind of caught in a trap where you're in a little echo chamber. And people are just absolutely positive that this is the deal, right? Uh, Mike Flynn is a hero. He's a patriot. He's, he's uh, you know, where we go one, we go all, right? Alan Hirsch, uh, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Uh, where we go one, we go all, right? And then I watched, and, and it was like uh, a year or two later, all of a sudden, uh, he, was, uh, he was evil. He was invoking devils, Right? I remember during the whole QAnon thing, um, 
I, I, I was reached out to by a television producer in Los Angeles because I had a uh, Major General retired Paul Valley on the show and I was responding to questions in the chat room and uh, somebody asked, would you ask this, this, uh, this military man, this man that has been in the situation, my situation room underneath the White House and the Pentagon, uh, ask him if QAnon is real. And so because that was asked in the chat, I asked him and he said, yeah, it's real. It is a uh, military operation run by this and this. Well, that little clip on my show exploded, exploded. Uh, people were playing that on thousands of YouTube channels over and over again. And so this this television producer in Los Angeles reached out to me and was asking if I could uh, connect him with the general. And I said, you know, I, I, I'll ask him. And I asked him, he said, no, nah, I'm not interested in talking to this guy. And so I said, Bob, I'll talk to you. No problem, right? And so I went and I did a video with him talking about this situation that had occurred while I was live. And <laughs> after I went and I looked at the comments and you had all these people with fake names and, uh, you know, uh, whatever, right? They uh, Saying things like, we know who the true Anons are and we'll find you when we are victorious. And I was like, wow, what did I do to uh, make this, this woman so angry? I assume it was a woman. It was like uh, Cynthia762 or something like that. Uh, I, you know, you assume that's a woman. Could be anything these days, right? John in Ontario, good to see you. Doing laminate flooring again today. So, with that, Israel. What is Israel? What is God's Israel? Is it a patch of dirt in the Middle East? Is that what the prophecies are talking about? Uh, what's the difference between a Jew and a Gentile? Let me just start off by saying, I'm a Jew. Okay? We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about Israel in prophecy. Okay? In prophecy. Now, if a prophet shows up, it's either uh, the best thing that could ever happen is about to happen to you, or the worst thing that could ever happen is about to happen. One of two, right? There's always two choices. Good and evil. Disobedient and obedient. Right? Tree of knowledge of good and evil. Tree of life. Right? We're going to get into that today. Um... Because there's a lot of confusion on the issue and I'd like to clear it up and I want to do it from the Word of God. Alright? Now I want to talk to start off with of some situations that Jesus got into. We're going to go to John chapter 5 and verse 39. 
John chapter 5 and verse 39. I've got my Bible sitting here beside me. And uh, Jesus was talking to a... Uh, he was talking to some very religious men. He was talking to some very religious men. Uh, it starts off by saying, Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, that's what we were talking about yesterday, but he said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. All right, so they wanted to murder him because of that. Hello, West Yorkshire, England. Hey, we're everywhere today. That's awesome. Good to see you. God bless you in the name of Jesus. And so Jesus was talking to these very religious men. And these men were Jews. Okay? Every single one of these men worked in the, in the temple. They uh, were involved in Moses' law. They uh, were in, the, in reading the prophecies every day. They, were, uh, they could probably trace their lineage back to one of the 12 tribes. Okay? They probably read the Law and the Prophets and the books of Moses over and over again. Right? They were Jews. And Jesus said to them in John chapter 5 and verse 39, Search the Scriptures. Now when Jesus said that, John chapter 5 and verse 39, He was talking about... The, uh, the books of Moses and the Law and the Prophets. Because that's what they had. The books that you consider to be the New Testament right now uh, were the things that were written about were being played out at the time. So when he told them, these Jewish men, undisputable that they were Jews, right? It's undisputable. He said, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. Jesus just told them that the whole law and the prophets was all about him. Okay? The writer of the psalm said, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. Jesus is the linchpin to the whole book. He is the author and the finisher. And everything written in the books of Moses, the uh, destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, the, uh, the flood, the destruction of Jerusalem, the carrying away to Babylon... It was all about him. Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have salvation. They are, the, they, are they which testify of me. So if you're reading it and thinking that it's about anything else, you're missing the point. This is a very important thing to understand if you pick up a Bible and you're going through it. And... Uh, when, when John the Baptist came, 
Oh, I just got told that I misspelled Israel. I did too. Look at that. See, once in a while you'll make a little error here and there and and uh, there'll be all kinds of people to jump all over you for it. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I, uh, I, I will not be uh, saved from hell and death due to my spelling capabilities. Thank you for pointing that out. I'll go in and fix that after. Uh, got your attention though, didn't it? Praise the Lord. When John the Baptist came, he was baptizing in the wilderness. And men and women were coming out of Jerusalem to get baptized. Right? They were Jews. Jesus, the Son of Man, was of the bloodline all the way from Adam to David to the day that he was born. That flesh and blood body that was prophesied of, that the whole law and the prophets were there to point to, he was a Jew. I had somebody tell me one time, there's, there's these people that uh, think that uh, Jews are the source of all evil in the world. There, there's also that line of thinking. But wickedness is in men and women, okay? Uh, Edi Amin did not kill millions of all his own people, uh, because he was a Jew. <laughs> so I don't go down that road either. But but the the John the Baptist said to the Pharisees, he said, You generation of vipers, who told you to escape the wrath to come? Bring forth therefore fruit to meet for repentance. See, there were people coming down from Jerusalem that were obeying the word of God. And there were another class of people. They were, all, they were both Jews. And he was telling them, you are setting yourself up for a punishment that is coming. And it's the same thing today. It's literally the same thing today. Happens over and over again. We talked about Matthew 24 yesterday. In Matthew 23, we're going to get into that. Paul, the Apostle Paul, was a Pharisee. And he was a Pharisee's Pharisee. I mean, that guy uh, was uh, an extreme Pharisee. All right? Uh, he was fully aware of the law. He was fully aware of the prophecies. But he also said in one of his writings in the epistles, he said, we are not of them that draw back unto perdition. What did he mean by that? Drawing back unto perdition, he, he wasn't a bicycle thief. He wasn't known to be a rapist. Right? So what would, what would drawing back unto perdition B, for the Apostle Paul. Good question, right? And Jesus said to them many things. Uh, if you go with me to the book of Matthew. Book of Matthew. Chapter 16. Matthew 16. I am so thankful to be given the opportunity to sit here and go through the Word of God with you today. 
I the more I uh, grow in grace and uh, realize the scope and magnitude of what God has done for me, I I just can't get excited about anything else. To be quite honest with you, I can't. Uh, looking at the time, and we're we're almost running out of it again. Man, I tell you, this show goes faster and faster every day. If you ever uh, worked in broadcasting, you you uh, what ends up happening is is it's like there are days when you sit down, and when I used to work in physical radio stations, there would be a light that come on that meant your mic was hot, right? And it's like uh, these days I sit down. And the mic is hot, and uh, boom, it's over as soon as it began. I'm already off air. Matthew chapter 16, verses 1 through 4. The Pharisees also, with the Sadducees, came and tempting, desired him that he would show them a sign from heaven. Now, uh, they were sinning right off the bat because in law it said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. That is what they were doing. Right? Remember Jesus said that to Satan. It is written. You don't tempt the Lord your God. Don't challenge Him. Don't tempt Him. Right? Kind of like if somebody's messing with you, messing with your wife, and you said to him. Don't tempt me. Right? There goes my automated commercial break again. <laughs> Don't tempt me. I'll do it. He answered and said unto them, When it is evening, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. Oh, you hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky, but can you, you cannot discern the signs of the times. You look at the sky, you can see the clouds blowing in. You know that a storm is on its way. But you can't discern the times that you're in. Praise God, we're, we're, in, we're, in, some, uh, we're in some wicked times right now. We're in a wicked an adulterous generation. We are. And, and I was one of them. There was a time when I was, uh, uh, I had no control over myself. None. Zero. I know what it's like. We look around and we see that we're getting reports that there's going to be food shortages, that the price of fuel is going to be going up. We see some dark clouds rolling in. Perilous times are coming. I saw a discussion on how this happened in Venezuela. And that the same thing is happening uh, in the same course in Canada and the United States right now. We saw that it happened in the Soviet Union. We saw the Ukraine was starved out in the Holomador. Prophecy is very specific but the spirit of antichrist does the same thing over and over again and and i think that we are in a time when there will be a persecution of the church again and there will also be a massive falling away of the true gospel 
And men are going to get wickeder and wickeder. And there's going to come a time when the hammer is brought down. And that was what was happening in their day. And they had no idea that they were standing there looking at the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the flesh. They could not discern the times they were in. And Jesus said to them, A wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall, there shall no sign be given unto it, but the sign of the prophet Jonah. The sign of the prophet Jonah. Remember, we just said, uh, He told them, Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have salvation, but they are them which testify of me. The sign of Jonah. Coming up on American Uck Radio, we do have to go to a commercial break for our affiliates. Uh, that is part of the deal. And I, again, have left uh, the commercial for American Pride Roasters in there because I want you to keep in memory of this family in your prayers. Okay? They had everything destroyed by a tornado. So those of you that believe in the power of prayer, I want you to lift up uh, the men, the man that has American Pride Roasters in the name of Jesus, that they would have everything restored to them. All right? Prayer is powerful. Powerful. If you actually get the, the fervent and effectual prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I've seen it over and over again. The sign of Jonah coming up on American Arc Radio. I have not changed the music during the breaks. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. We'll be back right after this. up refreshed like you slept on a cloud get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today you deserve it go to mypillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code mojo50 for incredible savings at romica designs we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company much more i'm ron phillips co-owner of romica designs and if you can dream it we can probably make it we can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at romicadesigns.com, or visit us on the web at romicadesigns.com. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. Coffee lovers everywhere. 
now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy-latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change want to see the sea levels rise and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis, 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com How dare you! (laughs) We dare. We dare. won the election. <laughs> hey, lovelies, does anyone have any new conspiracy theories? Because all the ones I know are contrary. <laughs> Join me, Rhea Bow, here on Sunday Long Live Radio, live every Sunday of the year, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard, 10 a.m. UK, and 9 p.m. New South Wales. I'll see you Sunday. America Radio. Radio. I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. American Uck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing. American Uck Radio. Right about now. The Funk Soul Brother. Check it out now. The Funk Soul Brother. Right about now. Welcome back to American Act Radio on Mojo 50 WBM 324 and the Stu Peters Rumble Channel. Happy birthday, Stu Peters. Happy birthday, Deb Treadway in Texas. Whoops, I said your last name on air. Well, now everybody knows it's your birthday. Um, yeah, before the uh, commercial break there, we were talking about Jesus and his interactions with the Pharisees. And ultimately, we're going to get into what is a Jew. All right? It's commonly understood that we live in the times of the Gentiles, but there are also churches out there that uh, teach that a new temple needs to be built in Jerusalem and the animal sacrifices need to continue. That is a doctrine of devils. God does not want the blood of bulls and goats. I've read websites where people are talking about how they're they're this close to uh, cloning a red heifer in order to continue the sacrifices at the temple in Jerusalem. That system is abolished. It was wiped out in 70 AD. And uh, the temple was leveled. Jesus said to the apostles when they showed him the temple, he said, you see all this? There's not going to be one stone on another. It's all going to be gone. When he was walking up the Via Della Rosa to Golgotha carrying his cross, 
there was women, Jewish women, crying for him. And he said, weep not for me, but for your son, you and your sons and daughters. Because there was a cataclysmic judgment coming on Israel, on Jerusalem. We're going to get into it today. Last verse we read, A wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given unto it but the sign of the prophet Jonah. He then, right after that, warned his apostles, uh, Beware of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. The Pharisees and Sadducees had two different lines of thinking. They, uh, the Pharisees believed in a coming resurrection of the dead. The Sadducees did not. They were both wrong. Interestingly, in the destruction of Jerusalem, the sect known as the Sadducees was completely wiped off the face of the earth. And so, um, talk about having your own doctrine come back in your face. That happened. I want to read one more before we go on. Matthew 12, verse 41, just back up a couple pages for those of you that are looking in the book. And he says the same thing. Now, but he, he expounds on it a little bit. Okay? He expounds on it a little bit. Same situation. He said, uh, he says, for uh by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Then certain of the scribes and the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he knew their heart. They didn't want a sign to prove that he was the one uh, told of in the Law and the Prophets. They wanted a sign because they wanted a circus trick. They were tempting God. They did not believe that he was the Messiah. Oh, Deb isn't scared. Of course you're not. You're a Texas girl. They they didn't believe, they 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 wanted to see something cool. They wanted to be entertained. Right? But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given it but the sign of the prophet Jonah. Then he expounds, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Right? And that gets back to that first passage that we read. He said, Search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have salvation, but they are that which testifieth of me. The story of Jonah, which most people have a vague understanding of? That was about Jesus. Praise the Lord. There's no getting around it. Disagree with me? Well, that's what he said. But then he goes on. Listen to this. He says, The men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation. The people that he was standing there talking to. This generation. And shall condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, a greater than Jonah is here. 
See, this was an allegory for what God was going to do in that he was going to go to the Gentiles. Now, it was promised that that would be through Israel after the flesh. But these guys didn't get it. And they were going to murder him. Now, even in their wickedness, they brought about the fulfillment of the uh, the prophecy. Right? Judas was a very wicked man. But even in his wickedness, the prophecy was fulfilled. Um, There's just no getting around it. There's just no getting around it. And so Jesus says the men of Nineveh are going to rise up at the judgment. They're going to testify against you. Well, Nineveh wasn't Israel. Nineveh was a bunch of Gentiles and God sent them a prophet. He goes on. The queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it because she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. He then goes on to say, when an unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out. When he is come, he findeth it empty, swept and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be unto this wicked generation. He was talking to Jews. Not all of them. Not all of them. The 12 apostles were Jews. When he went and found Philip, he said, Behold, an Israelite indeed, who in whom there is no guile. Right? Let's talk about this story of Jonah because a lot of people know it. Let's get into it. You know what? It's only like four pages long. But it was about him. And it was also a type and shadow of how that salvation was going to come for the Gentiles. All right? Starting with chapter 1, Jesus just quoted it. He said, this is about me. Right? Well, what happened? Guarantee you there's more to it than most people know. Mickey Finnegan. Not going back under the law. No, no, you don't want to do that. You do not. Paul didn't either. We're going to get into that. J.W. Freedom. Love the Bible stories. Yeah, aren't they great? Praise God, this is more interesting than any stupid Hollywood movie. I love it. I, I I can't get enough, man. Serious. The Word of God is life. Praise God. Jonah chapter 1. Let's get into it. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. Nineveh was a wicked, wicked city. They were murderous. They were adulterous. They 
were very wealthy. Nineveh was extremely wealthy. And uh, for those of you watching, I'm looking over here because i got my Bible sitting on my desk in my studio on this side. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Now, very important to understand here, Jonah thought that he was uh, doing his own will. He wasn't. Jonah was fulfilling and creating the prophecy of the coming Messiah. Jesus just said that, right? Praise God. Let's pray. Let's pray for one second here. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for everything you've done. I love you, Lord, and I praise your holy name, and I pray, God, that you would open up your word and plant a seed in hearts and minds that men might be set free. I pray that you would take this time and I pray that you would speak to them that they would hear you and not me. That I might decrease, that you would increase. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. I'm take off the hat to pray. Any man that prayer prophesy with his head covered dishonoreth his head. And the head of every man is Christ. Praise the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea. So the ship was like to be broken. Uh, the ship was uh, just about falling apart. Frightening situation, right? Then the mariners, not the Seattle mariners, just kidding, uh, were afraid and cried every man unto his God and cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship, and he lay and was fast asleep. Uh, does that remind you of another story? Huh? Praise God. Same thing happened to the apostles. Right? Glad your work schedule lines up with us there, beans and pots. Is that your real name? Is that what your mama named you? I'm just kidding. You don't have to tell me. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon God, if so be that God will think upon us that we perish not. And they said every one to his fellow, Come, and let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell upon Jonah. They rolled the dice, and the shortest straw was... Uh, drawn for him <laughs> but see this was all meant to happen praise god there was nothing outside of god's control amen if you're looking at canada and the united states right now and you're wondering why this evil is coming down well a fly don't land on a meatloaf unless god allows it it's the only reason praise god jim 888 first time viewer good to see you buddy Praise the Lord. I uh, decided this week uh, for you as a first-time viewer that we are, we're doing Bible this week, and I'm consumed with it. Uh, by the way, we are all uh, we are broadcasting on radio stations at the same time, so there's going to be a couple times where we go to a commercial break if you're a new listener. 
or watcher. And so um, uh, that's just part of the package. That's I have to do that. So uh, they cast lots to find out who was the cause of this storm. And it was Jonah. Then said they unto him, Tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us. What is thine occupation? What do you do for a living there, boy? And whence comest thou? What is thy country? And of what people art thou? And he said unto them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he told them. Well, now they're really scared. What have you done? Now we're going to die too. <laughs> right? Then they said unto him, What shall we do unto thee that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea wrought and was tempestuous. And he said unto them, Take me up and cast me forth into the sea, so shall the sea be calm unto you. For I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. Remember Jesus said, I'll give you a sign of Jonah. For three days and three nights he was in that whale. Praise God, if you've got a storm happening in your life, if you have a storm that's threatening to destroy you, and people you love, and it's out of control. The fact that Jesus shed his blood on the cross and went into the ground for three days and three nights means he has the power to put his hand up and calm the wind and the waves. I can see Jesus in every single story I go to in this book. Every situation. And he said, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have salvation, but they are that which testify of me. Pharisees knew the law. They knew the prophets. They knew those stories. But he came unto his own, and they did not know him. Praise God. You can, you can read this book, but if you don't have the Spirit to show you what it means... Ain't going to mean a thing. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to bring it to land, but they could not, for the sea wrought and was tempestuous against them. Wherefore they cried unto the Lord and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood. For thou, O Lord, hast done as it pleased thee. Now I want to take this and contrast it. Uh, as to what happened to Jesus. These men, their salvation would be to uh, cast a man to death, but they didn't want to. They said, "His uh, lay not, please don't lay his innocent blood on us. What did the Jews that were standing before Pilate say when he said, I wash my hands of this matter. This man's blood is not on me. What did they say? They said, his blood be on us and our children. If you just got a chill. Wow. 
See, it's all here. See, you can see uh, the coming story of Jesus Christ in the law of pro and the prophets. You just have to know that it's all about Him. And you have to have a revelation as to the identity of Jesus Christ. And once you have that, it'll all fall together. He is the cornerstone on whom the building is fitly framed and joined. Andrew, okay, all right, it's Andrew. Nice to meet you, Andrew. <clears throat> mechanic, that's, uh, that's a good trade. That's good, honest work. world needs mechanics more than we need uh, feminists and basket weavers, right? And teachers of gender studies. Even they need a mechanic every now and then as much as they hate to admit it. That's some good toxic masculinity. Back to the story. So they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord and made vows. That storm can end for you because of what Jesus did. Praise God. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah, Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Now remember, Jesus said, that was about me. The story of Jonah and the whale was about the fish. Right? The fish swallowing him up three days and three nights. That was a prophecy of the coming of the Christ. And he was telling it to Jews that had read that story a million times. Am I busting on all Jews? No, I'm not. I'm a Jew. Not after the flesh, but of the new Jerusalem. Not the one over uh, by Tel Aviv. All right? Tel Aviv is interestingly enough called the gay Mecca of the Middle East. But I digress. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice, for he had cast me into the deep in the midst of the seas, and the floods come past me about, all thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet will I look again toward the holy temple." He repented, right? Uh, hello, MJ Phillips in Australia. Good to have you, mate. And dingo dog jokes and so forth. <laughs> the waters compassed me about even to the soul, the depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. And then he says something interesting. They that observe Lying vanities forsake their own mercy. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. I'm looking at the time and we're running out of it. We have to go to a commercial break. Think about that though. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. 
Well, what is it, what's an example of that? Take a vaccine and you'll live forever. Am I right? <laughs> Praise God, that's a lying vanity. Mainstream media. Lying vanities. You hear them all the time. They are all around you. A lying vanity. Uh, if you believe, right? Abraham believed and it was counted to him for righteousness. But if you believe a lying vanity, it's going to get you killed. And you're forsaking your own mercy. Praise God. I love the word of God. We're going to get back into it. We have a network break with our radio affiliates that we have to go to right now. Go stretch your legs, grab a coffee, use the bathroom. We'll be back right after this. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. White House citing U.S. intelligence showing Russia's Vladimir Putin is being misinformed about the war. President Biden is refusing to comment on the intelligence, but his spokesperson, Kate Bedingfield, said Putin's advisors are too afraid to tell him the truth about his military's performance in Ukraine. It is increasingly clear uh, that Putin's war has been a strategic blunder that has left Russia weaker over the long term and increasingly isolated on the world stage. Meanwhile, Mr. Biden is pledging another $500 million in assistance to Ukraine's government. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reporting, President Biden is ordering the release of some one million barrels of oil per day from the nation's strategic petroleum reserve for a six-month period, that in a bid to control energy prices. Also at townhall.com, Senator Lindsey Graham says he'll vote against confirming Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court Here's Bob Agnew with more. The South Carolina senator was not expected to support the judge after the two shared some of the most tense moments of her confirmation hearings last week. Graham was especially concerned about her previous sentences for convicted child pornographers that were far more lenient than the recommended guidelines. Graham also accuses Jackson of judicial activism, telling colleagues from the Senate floor, quote, Judge Jackson will not be deterred by the plain meaning of the law when it comes to a liberal cause. Bob Agnew reporting. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves signing a bill to authorize that state's largest teacher pay raise in decades. Beginning July 1st, teachers will receive an average increase of about $5,100. Few details are known at this hour, but authorities say a student has been shot and wounded at a middle school in South Carolina, the shooter apparently also a student. More on these stories at townhall.com. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. 
nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for less than a dollar a day. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happened. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For less than a dollar a day with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. 800-561-2351-800-561-2351-800-561-2351 Again, that's 800-561-2351 Fast Track student loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. Comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. America Radio. Opinion and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Welcome back to American Uck Radio on the Stu Peters Network on Rumble and uh, Mojo 50 and WBM 324. Our radio affiliates. And uh, what's with all the Australians in the house today? That's awesome. I, I have worked with Australians in the past, and I found that uh, they are people that have a, a fantastic uh, sense of humor and generally a really good attitude. I've never, um, I've never had a problem with an Australian. Uh, I worked with a guy on a construction site that was uh, with the Australian Special Forces. And, and he was a hilarious dude. We became friends really fast. And uh, he, because he was ex-Special Forces, there was a bunch of farmers that were having a, uh, a harvest party. And him, and they were known to get pretty rowdy. So because he was a, a former spec op soldier, uh, some people had hired him and two of his friends to go and not really be security, just uh, keep everybody from getting out of hand at this uh, big harvest party that this community was having. And he was telling me that these these farmers uh, were getting all liquored up, and uh, and then they you know they they took to fighting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ten feet tall and bulletproof, and so forth. Liquid courage. And uh, I said, "So what'd you do?" And he says. 
Well, I said to them, I said, you guys are too tough for the likes of me. Oh, I wouldn't want to mess with you. <laughs> and they, they, uh, he said they were like, ah, ah, that's right. <laughs> and they walked away. That's some good bouncing right there. If you're a bouncer and you don't have to uh, physically bounce anybody, make them feel like they got the victory, why not? There you go. There's my uh, Australian story. But uh, good people that I've met, that I've met, they're, they're Australians are men and women, and no matter where you go, uh, you're going to find people whose hearts are full of wickedness because that is uh, what people are. And uh, we all have to make a decision at some point in our life. Chat in Alabama says, so thankful. Mike decided to change the show format to Bible messages and teachings. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Whatsoever you do, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, living in America has, says that they had an F3 tornado at 4 a.m. yesterday morning. Uh, well, I hope you're all right, buddy. Hope you're all right. Praise God. Storms. We're talking about that now. Uh, we're in the book of Jonah. Talking about what Jesus said. This was a prophecy concerning him. He told these Jews that were Pharisees. I'm not hacking on Jews. That's not what I'm doing. But there were some that were very, very wicked. They, they killed the Lord. They, they fulfilled the prophecy. Uh, and offenses must come. But woe to that man through whom they come. Judas found that out. No matter what, God's will was going to be done. We left off with a very interesting verse. Jonah chapter 2 and verse 8. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. That reminds me of a verse in Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Right? They that observe lying vanities observe, forsake their own mercy. That is... Uh, <laughs> that is an allegory uh, perfectly for people who end up dying because they believe the mainstream media. Right? Right? Mainstream media lies to you. Uh, there's nobody, I'm guessing, that that is a surprise to in this crowd. If you're a Mojo 50 or WBN324 listener, or a Stu Peters especially, you already know that. But that's what he's talking about. And it's always been the same. It's always been the same. He says, But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation of the Lord. Now at that point, he repented. I will pay that that I have vowed. Now remember, he ran away and did not want to go and warn the men and women of Nineveh that they were going to be destroyed. He said, I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. See, that was, they were talking about Jesus. Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have salvation, but they are that which testify of me. See, Jonah was testifying of Jesus right there. And as the Lord, and the Lord spake unto the fish, and it 
vomited Jonah out upon the dry land. Can you imagine if you were standing there fishing and you saw that? <laughs> You'd be like, well, that's something you don't see every day. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose and went unto Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Now remember, we came here because Jesus said to those Jewish Pharisees, a wicked and adulterous generation seeks a sign, but uh, none will be given unto it save the sign of Jonah the prophet. Right? And so he goes on to Nineveh. Nineveh's huge. Takes three days to walk across that town. Three days. City I live in, betcha I can do it in a day. I betcha. So the people of Nineveh believed God. Their destruction had been proclaimed. Right? They proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him, and covered him with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn every man from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. He proclaimed a fast. Three days of fasting. Fasting is very powerful. Fasting is very powerful. If you remember the book of Esther... Uh, they were going to be killed. It was coming. So what did they do? They fasted. And God saved them. He says, Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from His fierce anger that we perish not? We have examples of God repenting. The flood. God looked at the world and He saw that uh, every single imagination was only evil continually in the hearts of men. And it repented him that he made them. And so he wiped them out with what? Water. Right? And that's another figure for salvation, right? When, when Peter gave it in the book of Acts. Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Death, burial, burial resurrection. Right? Repentance, water. Peter even said that. If you read him first, Peter, he said, uh, in the days of Noah, only eight souls were saved. The like figure whereby baptism doth now also save us. A lot of people will tell you that baptize, baptism is not that important. Well, I'm afraid uh, the apostles thought so. And uh, that was their doctrine. 
And God saw their works that they turned from their evil way and God repented of the evil that he had said he would do unto them and he did it not. Do you know that you can change God's mind by repenting? You can be a vessel appointed unto wrath and completely deserve it. And when you repent, he'll completely turn that around and give you salvation. Praise the Lord. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly. And he was very angry. <laughs> he wanted those people to die. Jonah did not like Ninevites, right? <laughs> and he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarshish, for I knew that thou art a gracious God and merciful and slow to anger and of great kindness and repentest thee of the evil. Therefore now, O Lord, take, I beseech thee, my life from me, and it is better for me to die than to live. I got all pouty. I knew if I if I went and told Nineveh the things you told me to, that you were full of mercy and that you were going to spare their lives. And because you gave them mercy, well, then you might as well just kill me. <laughs> right? Praise the Lord. I had it pointed out to me that I misspelled Israel, and now when I look at the uh, page, for those of you listening on, on the radio affiliates, it's all I can see. Thank you very much. As I said earlier, I'm glad that I, uh, I, I don't have to be a good speller to get into heaven. <laughs> Men of low degree. So, uh, Jesus gave the uh, example of Jonah, right? To a wicked and adulterous generation. Now, the prophets all spoke of this. Remember, we're talking about the Israel of God, right? I was looking at the comments yesterday and there are people saying, you know, people are saying all kinds of things. Um, everybody has a different opinion, right? Well, some things aren't, uh, there, you know, Peter said there's no prophecy uh, open to private interpretation, okay? They don't mean a million different things, right? You have to ask God for his interpretation and he'll open the book to you, right? Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open. And if you want truth, you will have it. He will reveal all mysteries to you. Uh, just like he did to Daniel, just like he did to the apostles, just like he did to John the Revelator. You can have that, right? But there's a lot of confusion as to what Israel actually is, okay? Now, I want you to turn with me to Isaiah chapter 65. The prophet Isaiah chapter 65 now, this is another prophecy concerning the time of Jesus. All right? Remember, but the theme of the show today is search the scriptures, for in them you think you have salvation, but they are that which testify of me. See, th these were people that were searching the scriptures. 
The scribes sat and wrote it out. But it was being fulfilled. And just like a man watching a cloud come across the sky and being able to discern that it was going to be a storm or rain, they could not discern the time that they were in. Right? Even though they read this stuff, they had copied it. They had wrote it out. Praise the Lord. And, and you know, you don't want to be ignorant. Right? You don't want to be ignorant. Annie, get your gun, says God is so cool. Oh, yes, He is. Praise the Lord. Old and New Testament. They both declare each other. They explain each other. Right? See, when, when the, the veil is lifted off your face, like it was lifted off of Moses, it's all revealed. And Jesus is the linchpin to the whole book. Right? But like Paul said in Hebrews, even so today when Moses is read, there's a veil over their face. He was talking about Jews. Am I, am I dishing on Jews today? No, I am a spiritual seed of Abraham. You're looking at a Jew. Not after the circumcision made with hands, but of the heart and ears. We'll get into that too. Isaiah chapter 65. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. And I've had such great grace given to me. Even when I wasn't living for God, He was good to me. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the camera right now like I'm looking you in the eye, but look me in the eye and tell me that God has not been good to you even when you didn't know Him. And He has more for you. He wants you to go further. There's more, more, more. There's incredible depths and riches of wisdom. And if you will apply yourself and seek His face, He will give you just fantastic things. I, I've known people that, you know, I, I that say, uh, well, I was saved 15 years ago, but I, I, I'm struggling with this and I'm struggling with that and I got no joy. Well, get saved again. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Renew your mind. Get your joy back. Be full of the Holy Ghost. Every day. Every single day. God has got... I mean, if, if you come to a time where you think that you just know it all, uh, forget about getting something from God because, you know, you don't come to Him all full of pride. Learn something new. God will do a new thing for you. He'll open up a brand new thing. Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 65. Now this is a prophecy concerning Israel and concerning the Gentiles. This is today. I am sought of them that asked not for me. I am found of them that sought me not. I said, behold me, behold me unto a nation that was not called by my name. Who would that be? Well, Rome, uh, the city of Corinth, the Canada. Amen. Uh, I got asked uh, what platform I'm reading comments from. Well, the uh, chat room and also the uh, Rumble channel. I'm looking at the comments on that. 
Because if you're listening on the radio station, I, I like to uh, interact with people. I'm very personable. You can also contact me by going to AmericanUckRadio.com. Hit the contact button. And uh, I've, I've made a lot of really great friends doing this show over the years. A lot. I have spread out my hands all the day unto a rebellious people which walked in a way that was not good after their own thoughts. Let me read that one more time. I have spread out my hands all the day unto a rebellious people which walketh in a way that was not good after their own thoughts. Who was he talking about? He was talking about Israel after the flesh. Not all Israel after the flesh. But Israel after the flesh had to do the exact same things that the Gentiles had to do in order to enter the new covenant because the old one was destroyed. And interestingly enough, if you look at the history of that, uh, a whole lot of them were sold back into bondage in Egypt. He sent them right back into Egypt into bondage Yeah, after the siege of Jerusalem, uh, which the prophecies in Daniel actually, the timing is perfect, right? The timing is perfect. A people that provoketh me to anger continually to my face. Again, he's talking about the Pharisees. That's a prophecy concerning him, right? They were provoking God right to his face. He came unto his own, and they knew him not. And so he said, he said this was going to happen. The scriptures all testify of him, right? That sanctifieth or sacrificeth in gardens and burneth incense upon altars and bricks which remain along the graves and lodge in the mountains that eat swine's flesh and broth of abominable things in their vessels which say, Stand by thyself, come not near to me, for I am holier than thou. Ooh, holier than thou. Boy, was that not the Pharisees of the day? Remember what they said about him? This man eats with sinners. Right? There was a time when a, uh, a woman who had been a prostitute was at a, a teacher's house doting on Jesus and crying and crying. And crying and crying. And and this man said in his heart in his heart it says, If this man were a prophet, he would know that this uh, woman is a sinner. <laughs> but she had been forgiven of much. Forgiven of much. Therefore she received so much love. That she had much love to give. 
Now, this, this verse that we just read, I have spread out my hands all the day unto a rebellious people which walketh in a way that is not good after their own thoughts. Do you know the Apostle Paul quoted that to the Romans, the church in Rome? The church in Rome. A lot of people read the epistles, uh, Romans, Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, thinking that that is for everybody. That is actually letters to established churches. Okay? Now, God can speak to a sinner through them. He can speak through anything. I mean, God spoke to Balaam through a donkey. And, you know, which is... If God can use a donkey, he can use me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But he, he was writing to a church in Romans chapter 10. Chapter 10. Let's go there right now. See, this, this, this verse that I just read from the prophet Isaiah, Paul turns around and gives this same verse to a church in Rome. And what's he talking about? Well, we'll get into that. He says, To Israel, he saith, All day long have I stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. So if any of you are watching me saying that was for Israel... And, and that upset you. Well, the Apostle Paul said it to the church in Rome. Right? That's the Apostle Paul. There goes my automated commercial break again. I get so wrapped up in the Word of God and talking about it with you guys on air that... Uh, I, I forget my my job, my responsibility. But it's a good thing that that thing kicks in because it does remind me that I have a commercial break coming up in about uh, two minutes. Praise the Lord. Chapter ten of Romans, and this is a this is a this is a topic that we're talking about today that people get very uncomfortable and fearful when you start talking about Jews and. Israel and uh, I, 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 I choose my words carefully. I got invited to go on a uh, live stream on a channel that's quite prominent. Uh, in fact, a friend of mine that the mainstream media in Canada says is heading up a uh, terrorist organization. Literally, yeah. I, I have a friend that the mainstream media was uh, uh calls uh a terrorist organization a great danger and if you need the, knew these guys they're just a bunch of goofballs they're like internet comedians but i was invited on his show because uh they kind of well they they refer to me as their chaplain and i've taught them bible studies in the past and and i love them they're they're good guys i like them i love i love those guys and they invited me on, and there's this dude that his whole thing is that Israel is responsible for every wicked, evil thing that ever happened. And today, it's the 
Uh, and I get it. People are upset about the, the Rothschilds and the Zionists. And yeah, that is some wickedness. That is some wickedness. I'll give you that. And there is a modern-day Jewish-based religion that is evil. Evil. Uh, but I'll tell you, um, they didn't put a gun to your head and make you sin. <laughs> right? Wickedness lives in the heart of men. And so I got invited on this live stream, and I, I just thought I was coming to hang out. Well, this other guy, he figured he was getting into a debate. And so I, I was not prepared for that at all. But I did pray for about 20 minutes before this came up. And I said, God, if I... I pray that you would give me wisdom whether I should speak or hold my peace. Do you know what? Sometimes if you're walking in the Holy Ghost, He'll just have you hold your peace. You will do the wisest thing at the moment. Right? You will do the wisest thing that you could ever do if you're led of the Holy Ghost. And this guy just trashed me. Trashed me for like an hour. <laughs> and I sat there and I let him do it. I just, I just smiled. It was like, I, 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 you know, I, I just felt like, uh, you can't give a pearl to a swine, right? But I'll tell you what, after I had people getting a hold of me and saying, that was the most Christ-like thing I have ever seen. That guy trashed you. He was going off on you, and you didn't say a word. And I said, well, praise the Lord. I, I prayed before I went on this thing, and I asked God to give me the perfect thing to do. And uh, the perfect thing to do, it turns out, was to hush your mouth. There are times when the best thing you can do is be quiet. We are in Romans 10. And we're talking about Israel after the flesh and the true Israel. Right? The earthly Jerusalem and the heavenly Jerusalem. On American Ark Radio, we got to go to a commercial break for our sponsors on our radio affiliates. But we'll be back right after this. Stick around, everybody. up refreshed like you slept on a cloud get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today you deserve it go to mypillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code mojo50 for incredible savings at romica designs we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company much more i'm ron phillips co-owner of romica designs and if you can dream it we can probably make it we can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at romicadesigns.com 
or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at romicadesigns.com or visit us on the web at romicadesigns.com. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, coffee drinkers for climate change want to see the sea levels rise and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis, 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction-level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. How dare you? <laughs> we, we dare. Oh, we yeah. dare. Flat Earth, the moon landing, JFK, 5G, Biden won the election. <laughs> hey, lovelies, does anyone have any new conspiracy theories? Because all the ones I know have come true. <laughs> Join me, Rhea Bo, here on Sunday Long Live Radio, live every Sunday of the year, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard, 10 a.m. UK, and 9 p.m. New South Wales. I'll see you Sunday. America Radio. Radio. I would say the world's most underrated radio shows. America Nuck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing. America Nuck Radio. Welcome back to American Uck Radio on Mojo 50 WBN 324 and the Stu Peters Network on Rumble. Happy birthday to Stu. We're already in the last segment of this show. I've got roughly 20 minutes left. And uh, more material than I can hopefully go through. I was looking at the chat and Jess wants to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Pray. Ask Jesus. And he will, if you, whatever you want, he'll give you. Go read Acts 2.38. That's the way into the church. Amen. And, and God will lead you to somebody that has the revelation and give it to yourself. Amen. The promise is unto you and your children and those that are afar off. Praise God. You want the Holy Ghost? You ask the Lord. Reach out to me. Uh, go to AmericanUckRadio.com. Hit the contact button. I'll pray with you. I don't have a problem with that at all. In fact, I'm teaching a Bible study right after I get off air here. So uh, I'm uh, 
Pastor Mike has uh, got his nose in the book pretty much all day. What a great job. We do have bills to pay, I will say that. And so if any of you want to... Uh, if any of you want to uh, donate to this ministry and this work, um, you're welcome to do that. You can at AmericanOcRadio.com. And uh, for those of you who might be saying right now, Oh, Mike Phillips is just doing this for money. Well, this is my job. Yeah, I need to get paid. <laughs> it always kills me when I see mainstream media saying something about somebody, uh, you know, uh, somebody that you watch online and they say, oh, well, you know, you get some Washington Post reporter saying, oh, I hear they're getting paid to do this. Well, so are you. What are you, writing for the Washington Post out of the goodness of your heart? Everybody needs to get paid. You can also get the best supplements on the planet. I have worked with a naturopathic doctor out of Chicago for 10 years. And if you hit the store button, you can get yourself... Uh, the best all-around supplement on the planet is this one here, Beyond Tangy Tangerine. And my good friend, Dr. Glidden, who I have seen people recover from things that you wouldn't imagine uh, without drugs and surgery and chemotherapy, has been uh, working. He's been licensed to practice for over 30 years, and he has told me flat out that there's just he's never seen better effect with anything. So... Uh, if you want to support this ministry and this work, we do appreciate it. But uh, I will, uh, I'll, I'll pray with anybody. Or I, I also have lots of sermons that I have recorded. We record every Sunday, and uh, if you go to AmericanOcRadio.com and hit the contact button, reach out to me. I'll send you those. If you want more teaching, you want, you're just hungry and you're hungering and thirsting after righteousness. You want the living water flowing from your belly. You can have it. And uh, that's what my life is about. Thank you, Jesus. Now, we're talking about earthly Israel, and we're talking about heavenly Israel. The Apostle Paul was a Pharisee, and he was a Pharisee's Pharisee. He was there when, the, when Stephen was martyred. He was there when Stephen was killed, and Stephen was killed by... A bunch of Pharisees. Stephen was killed by a bunch of Pharisees. He was, uh, and he said, it "When and, and when they killed him, it was because he said to them, you uncircumcised in heart and ears, you do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did before, so do ye.'" And when he said that to this particular bunch of Jews, they could not stand it any longer, and they rushed him and gnashed on him with his teeth, and they killed him. And interesting story about that, if you read it in Acts, it always says that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father in, in heaven. Well, when he looked up, he saw that, but Jesus was standing. Jesus gave Stephen the martyr a standing ovation. Praise the Lord. Do you want him to see you that way? I sure want him to see me that way. I want to do anything I can to please God. Praise the Lord. Chapter 10 of Romans is where we were. We've got about 20 minutes left. Now, this is Paul's statement on it, okay? And you can find many, many such statements. If you read what 
He read, he wrote to the Galatians, right? The church in Gaul. He said, I marvel that you are so soon removed from the faith that was once given to you. Why? Well, because a bunch of Jews had come from the synagogue and told them that they had to be circumcised in their flesh. And Paul said, if you do that, you want to go under law? You can't be under grace and law at the same time. Let's read what he said to the Romans here. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Right? What was he talking about? I've heard people say that all Jews are saved. They're chosen, right? Just by virtue of the fact that they were born. Well, that's not what John the Baptist told the Pharisees. He said, Think not within yourself we have Abraham uh, as our father, for God is able, able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. All right? We're not here to bust on Jews. But wickedness, wickedness is in the hearts of men and women, no matter what patch of dirt you were born on. You all need to come in the same way. Born of the water and the Spirit. Acts 2.38. That is the gospel. That is the way to get into the kingdom. And you see it over and over again. You need the Holy Ghost. Paul said in Romans also, If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Well, the Spirit of Christ is the Holy Ghost. All right? He says, For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. You cannot, you cannot be of the law and of grace at the same time. The law was there to declare Christ. All of it. The tabernacle, the sacrifices. Amen? That's what it was about. He said, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. He goes on. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring down Christ from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now he's talking to a bunch of Italians. They are Gentiles. And he's telling them, do not revert to the law. He says, the Israelites after the flesh that have gone about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to God's righteousness. And this is a very famous verse right here, verse 9. He says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now I would like to point out to you that he's saying this to a church. These people are already saved. He's not telling them how to get that way. He's telling them how to stay that way. 
lot of people point to that verse and say that's the way in, right? Well, that has a lot to do with it. You're going to have to believe that he, Jesus is the Lord. And, and think about this too, Paul. The, the New Testament wasn't written yet. When Paul said, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, who is he talking about in the Old Testament? That was the books that they had to go by. The Lord. <laughs> he was the God of the Old Testament. That, that's what he was talking about. Confess that Jesus is Lord means confess that Jesus was the Lord that David, when he said to Goliath, you come at me with a sword and a, shield and a spear. I come at you in the name of the Lord. Well, that's the name revealed. That's what he's talking about. To get into the church, you have to be born of the water and the Spirit. That was Acts 2.38. Go through the book of Acts they, over and over again. That, that's what they taught. That is what they taught. And baptism is very specific. Baptism is some... I, I, I've seen during the lockdowns, I saw a, a, a video of a, uh, this ridiculous priest in these stupid clothes and he was baptizing a child with a super soaker. Okay? <laughs> Whatever. All right. See? And we'll get into that. The Ephesians, right? Paul wrote to the Ephesians, there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Why did he tell them that? Well, I'm going to show you how the church in Ephesus got started in the book of Acts. Okay? They had been baptized. They needed to redo it because they didn't have the Holy Ghost and the apostles were shocked. Okay? For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Again, he's quoting the Old Testament in the book of Isaiah and Jeremiah. Right? The Old Testament was declaring Jesus. He was declaring Jesus. For there's no difference, and here's the key right here. Here's the key right here. There's no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Praise the Lord. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Again, he's quoting the Old Testament. If you're calling out to Jesus, you need to understand that he's the God of the Old Testament. When they call him Lord, they're quoting the Old Testament. Praise God. Turn with me to the book of Ephesians. Let's look at that right now. <clears throat> i got a little bit of time left here. Isn't it fun getting away from uh, Will Smith at the Oscars and all that crap? <laughs> right? Like I, I, the reason I, well, I mean, God called me to preach the word. At the end of the day, that's the only reason I'm doing this. Uh, by His great, great and wonderful grace. <clears throat> but the the thing is, I, I don't know, I got looking around and thinking, you know, there are six million podcasts and videos on what, Joe Biden is doing and food shortages and and you know Justin Trudeau and and you know we'll get into that stuff we will um but 
you you have all kinds of places you can go for that. You if you want to be angry at something, you got a million places you can go for that. I want to get into the word of God. I want you whoever you are, whosoever will to have rivers of living water flowing from them. I want you to have the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace. Do you know how good it is to have peace? Think to yourself right now. Have you got peace? Do you truly? Or are you afraid and angry all the time? You ready for something different? And I used to be the... I, I, I was one of them, man. I, I've, I've covered news for years and I used to pace around screaming and swearing because of something that Obama did. Or <laughs> I get it. I get it. So... Paul, to the church in Ephesus in chapter 4, he says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you were called, with all lowliness and meekness and long-suffering and forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. If, if, you, if you're full of the Holy Ghost, you should love one another. God, this is my commandment that you love one another. Why? That your joy might be full. You ever been to a church where they uh, were backbiting and everybody hated each other? <laughs> I have. I've seen it. And Paul, again, he's reminding a church full of people to be saved that you are to walk in love and peace and joy for one another. Again, he's showing them how to stay saved. Praise the Lord. Verse 4. There is one body, one spirit, even as you're called in the hope of your calling, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. See, you got to have the if you got the Holy Ghost, the Father is in you. Now, how did this church in Ephesus start? Turn with me to the book of Acts. Book of Acts is the only place that you find churches started. That might be uh new to some of you, but it is. The epistles were all written to establish churches on how to Stay saved. Alright? How to stay that way. They were written to Christians. Alright? <clears throat> now how did the church in Ephesus start? Well, I'm going to tell you. Acts chapter 19. This, these are the people he's writing to. Paul started this church. House Atrides knows it. Yeah, good job. Right on. We're on the same page. Acts 19. <laughs> uh, just looking at the chat room if you're listening to the radio show. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coasts, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, 
we have not so much as heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. We never heard of that. And Paul said to them, that's okay. You don't have to be spirit-filled as long as you confessed. As long as you said the sinner's prayer. No, he didn't. (laughs) In fact, he pressed them on baptism. He pressed them on baptism. He said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? And he said, unto John's baptism. Well, it should have been good enough, right? Baptism, baptism. Getting wet's getting wet, right? Nope. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. Now, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, if if it's not, if it don't make no difference how you get baptized, why would Paul have bothered with this? Right? If it wasn't an issue, hey, good enough, you're baptized, don't worry about it. No. Paul asked them, do you have the Holy Ghost? They said, we never heard of it. Paul immediately uh, started troubleshooting a problem. All right? Maybe that's you. Maybe that's you. Now, God loved them. God loved them. And praise the Lord. God blessed them. They were doing what they knew to do. And so God saw that and brought the truth to them in Paul. And when they heard this, They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. That's how you know you got the Holy Ghost. I can give you multiple examples of that. I am a tongue talker. I'll tell you what, I love to pray in tongues. I do. I've had people say to me, well, I'm spirit-filled, but I don't speak in tongues, right? Why wouldn't you want everything that God has for you? Why would you harden your heart to that? I want everything he's got for me. And all the men were about 12. Just 12 men. You want another example? We're running out of time fast here. I'm looking at the clock. I've got three minutes. Tell you what. I'll just tell you what to do. Give you a little bit of homework. Go read about the Ethiopian eunuch and Philip in Acts chapter 8 starting with verse 26. Uh, And this goes to that whole... uh, I've had people say it to me. Well, is some Eskimo up in the north going to go to hell because he's never heard of Jesus? And they think they've got you. Ah, got you. Your God is unrighteous, right? No. (laughs) If the hypothetical Eskimo is up north eating blubber and he wants truth and wants it and wants to serve God with all his heart, all his soul and all his mind, God's going to send somebody. God God knows those that are his. He's watching everything. Well, an Ethiopian eunuch that worked for Candace, the queen of Ethiopia was in the desert reading the book of Isaiah and Philip was brought to him 
to open the Scriptures to him. And so he preached Jesus out of the prophet Isaiah and told him to get baptized immediately. He didn't say, repeat this prayer after me and give him the sinner's prayer. Do you know the sinner's prayer is nowhere in the Bible? It ain't there. I don't care how many people did it at a Billy Graham convention. Now look, if you're out there and that's that's how you got saved, you said the sinner's prayer, I have no doubt that you felt God's touch in your life and you felt it good. But there comes a time to move into all truth, just like the man at Ephesus who when the truth came, did it right. Amen. God don't cut corners. And if you want salvation and you want something real and you want power, you can have it. I got hardly any time left. I have hardly any time left. We say a quick prayer and we got to go. Lord, Lord Jesus, I pray that you would be with everyone that heard my voice today and that you would plant a seed in their heart. And I pray if they can be saved that they would. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody have a great day. Mike Phillip is out of here. Got to go teach another Bible study. That's how my life goes these days. Have yourself a great day. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.